Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Well, I sure did get a lot of feedback from all of you with the spiritual war that we are fighting with deliverance. And I want to wrap up with our blessed mother and how powerful she is in our lives, spiritually and physically and how powerful she is over the demons. Let's face it, because she was sinless her whole life, God rewarded her, assumed her into heaven. She wouldn't have been assumed into heaven if she had sins. She would be in purgatory before she'd get up in heaven. But no, she so ordered her life to please God and was filled with the Holy Spirit to the brim that she was assumed into heaven. And then her reward was this beautiful life next to God. Jesus at the right hand of the Father, Mary at the right hand of Jesus, and she's the mediatrix of grace. And I want to share something with you because I'm not sure you follow Father Ripperger. He has a website, I think it's on YouTube, Census Fidelium, or you can just search a bunch of things from Father Ripperger, R-I-P-P-E-R-G-E-R, and he really does help us understand the purification process and what really pulls us away from God, how to pray, different levels of prayer. He's He's an awesome, awesome resource, but in one of his YouTube videos... He was in an exorcism, and by the way, he's an exorcist priest for those who are tuning in for the first time and don't know who he is. And the evil spirits, the demons, also have a hierarchy. And there was one spirit in charge, and this demon was who he was having a conversation with through the person who was possessed. And this person was the head of all demons. And so when he would pray the prayer, Salve Regina, there was a point where, you know, that she turns her gaze to you and that your name is written in heaven. It's part of what he prays. And the demon that was in charge of all of them started bawling his eyes out. And father said, why are you crying? He said, because my name isn't written in heaven. 
And then, of course, <laughs> Father Ripperger throws a little extra zing at him and says, oh, and to top it off, you would be next to God, not her. And so the demon, of course, you know, bawled even more. The key thing here is if Mary's eyes are upon us, our salvation is assured. But that's when we're in a state of grace. The minute that we sin, she turns our gaze away from us. She doesn't want to have anything to do with it. So she truly is filled with God. God listens to her every word because she doesn't do anything in a selfish way. It's all to be aligned with the order of the Lord and her love for him. And she got such a reward being assumed into heaven and the queen of heaven and earth because back when St. Simeon said that your soul will be pierced, the fathers of the church said, you know what? It was in great detail that Simeon explained to her what was going on. So she has basically been carrying the suffering of Jesus's passion for her whole life. Her assumption into heaven was the greatest triumph because of her complete sinless life. Being the queen of heaven and earth was the greatest honor and it was recognition of excellence. But the most important role she had was standing beneath the cross in perfect virtue. St. Thomas Aquinas said it was the manifestation of excellence, the most glorious event in all history aside from Jesus himself. It's amazing. It's amazing what, what we have in Mary and how we can reach out to her and ask for her intercession. The demons cannot stand the rosary. How many of you are praying the rosary every day? The demons don't even like us calling out to Mary. I've been giving you deliverance prayers and telling you about spirits that you can cast out on your own, but you can invoke the name of Mary. Call out to her. Pray a Hail Mary. They hate it. They hate it. She is the destroyer of Satan. Every single demon has a nemesis, and her nemesis is Satan. All right. But let's go back to the rosary. I'm sure you've heard Dr. Taylor Marshall say, if you don't pray the rosary, you're not on the team. Well, you know what? There's something to that. But we must pray it with devotion, not mechanically, not checking off the box and not skipping it when we don't feel like it. The rosary will destroy vice and sin. So it's, it was said, I don't remember who said it, but if a person prays the rosary devoutly for a year, you will have that person either give up the mortal sin or they'll give up the rosary. <laughs> and, 
you know, you've got to pray it devoutly in order for it to have its purification in us. So the meditation of the rosary and all of the mysteries purifies the mind. If you remember, St. Dominic received the rosary and the instructions from Mary because the purpose of that was to crush the, I think it was Albigensium heresy. It was a group of people. That's the reason she gave it to, to him. So it is also a tool to defeat heresy. Right now, what we're dealing with is we're laboring under that modernism. St. Pius X says it's all about modernism, which is the synthesis of all heresies. And what is modernism? It's just you and me being our own God, making our own rules, and running off of our feelings and our emotions. Here's a reminder. If you pray because it feels good, that is a form of modernism. God does not speak to us through our emotions. This is why I constantly say, keep your, emotion, bleh, keep your emotions in check. Don't allow yourself to get swept away with the emotions. God speaks to us through the intellect, which is our faith, and our heart which is charity. And the gift of all the Holy Spirit's fruits is in our intellect and our will. So let's just remember that Mary is the, she's the conqueror of all heresies. And the grace that we receive is in our soul. We don't feel it. Many people think that oh, I don't want to pray because I don't feel anything or I don't want to go to mass because I don't feel like it or I don't get anything out of it. That is modernism. Because we are talking ourselves into our own faith. We are not relying on the truth that God shared with us and the knowledge of the teachings of the church and we're not following his ways. We're deciding for ourselves what we want to do or not want to do. And I'm going to tell you, I mean, this past Sunday, my husband's gone at uh, golfing. I had a horrible night's sleep. I really did not want to go to Mass. But I got up and I went anyway, and it was a beautiful Mass. I know God spoke to my heart, and I had this peace, but it wasn't an emotional feeling. It was just peace. And when we receive the peace of God, it's because our soul is becoming ordered to what God wants for us. So I went to mass, even though I didn't want to. And the Lord was happy about it because I didn't allow my emotions or my feelings to run my actual life, my deeds. So I went to mass. I remember my husband came home and he never asks me, did you go to mass? But he did that day, kind of crazy. And I was very happy to say, yes, I did go to mass. <laughs> when I usually love going to mass, I was just really tired and I was home by myself and I knew I could have rolled over in bed. I was even going to convince myself to go to a later mass, which I knew I wouldn't. So boom, that 
is the power of the rosary in our lives, is breaking those bonds of attachment that we have and that others have. So how many of us pray the rosary for conversion of our kids or for, you know, the problems that people in our lives have like illness or, you know, addictions and things like that? The soul, again, this is where grace is. It's in our soul. When the soul becomes ordered to God, you get peace. The rosary purifies our soul. Remember the three things that take us away from God, the world, the flesh, and the devil. But everything relies on the flesh. We control ourselves. Satan tempts us. He does not have control of us unless, of course, we have given our spirit to him and have asked him to possess us, which in that case, you're not praying the rosary anyway. But it is truly the battle of us and the attachments that we have in this world. Good attachments, bad attachments. All we should be focusing on is loving God and pleasing God, doing what God tells us to do. And the rosary is an awesome weapon. Once the demons hear you praying the rosary, they're like, but they don't really care that much if you're reciting the rosary to check the box. If it's not devout, they're not happy about it, or they are happy about it. And you are not going to receive those beautiful graces which help you detach from your sins. Amazing. So let's not forget Mary in this battle. She is the one that steps on the ancient serpent's head. And he and all of his dominions, minions or demonic spirits out there, hate her. They can't stand it. There's been a couple of other stories that Father Ripperger says about Mary where he asked the spirit to say, Hail Mary, full of grace. And the spirit said, Hail, full of... I mean, didn't say the whole thing, didn't want to, but then of course Father Ripperger commanded the spirit. And then when the spirit did say it, It came out in a very childlike voice. Mary is powerful. And remember, she looks on us and wants us to be filled with grace, right? She's the mediatrix of it. She wants to see us purge our sins, purge our resentment and our lack of forgiveness and anything that is not of God, including demons. So remember my meditation, my rosary meditations. They're on my YouTube channel. I will put the link to the playlist in the description. Yes, it's longer. But remember, if we devoutly pray for us and for others, and we truly meditate on the mysteries of the rosary, we are going to have our souls purified. And that is where the grace goes. 
And you will. I'm telling you, you will have peace. Why? Because you are going to be praying it. I purposefully recorded it with biblical phrases and and petitions to God. And I'm, you know, shook up the words here and there, but I also made it meditative with music and it's a little bit softer and slower. But in the end, the people that have done it and prayed with me on those meditations said that the peace they received afterward was well worth the time that they invested. And we have got to stop looking at the fastest way to get the rosary in. We should be truly devout and truly meditating, putting ourselves in the presence of God, asking the Holy Spirit and Mary to walk us through. Oh, we have such beautiful gifts. Now keep in mind, the rosary does not supersede sacraments. So you still got to get your butt to reconciliation if you're sinning. You still got to go to mass and hopefully you're attending it in a devout way as well. Opening your heart, allowing the spirit to touch your intellect and your soul. (sighs) Okay, I'm not going to be you know, marching down this warfare thing all the time, but I really do think it's important for us to have the basic understanding of the weapons that God gave us. The fact that we have control over our bodies, our words, our actions, our deeds, our thoughts. With the power of Jesus, we can cast out spirits and temptations, plus We have this beautiful rosary that St. Padre Pio said is the weapon of our time. And let's always remember that we're being attacked by the heresy of modernism and too many people falling into the excuses of, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like loving that person. I don't feel like praying. I don't feel like going to the mass. I don't get anything out of it. And making up our own truth and our own rules. Well, I believe all the stuff in the Catholic Church, except that birth control thing, and I believe in abortion, or any, give or take, the cafeteria Catholic. We are battling ourselves. The world, the flesh, and the devil, but the biggest thing is us. And that's why it's so hard (laughs) to walk away from these attached sins that have been such a part of our life. That's why we need Mary, we need the rosary, we need prayer, and those temptations from the devil will fall away, and then we're just battling the world, and then we're battling ourselves. But we should know that the more reverently we pray, the more our soul is being purified, which is where grace goes. So get the rosary into your prayer life, always, and do your best to pray as devoutly as possible. Remember, the saint said this, I I don't know who, but if you pray the rosary devoutly for a year, you will drop that sin, or your prayer for those people that you're praying for will be answered. That's some pretty good 
pretty good motivation, isn't it? All right, everyone. Sorry so long, but it's always lovely to bring Mary to the forefront of this fight. Yes, it's God, but Mary is right up there with them. God's the most powerful, but God doesn't deny her. Why? Because she's 100% focused on the love of God and on pleasing God. She has no vice in her. Mary, conqueress of all heresy, pray for us. Alrighty, I love you all. Find something more with God, Mary, the rosary, and have a blessed inspi and inspired day.